it's me, Sean Capri. I'm glad you're here because you're listening to the most horse-powerful podcast on the internet. It's the Xbox Drive. I'm on a Skype call with my friend Brian Murford. He's the meteorologist on a moose, and his name's Ryan Turford. And on our journey today, we're going to learn what each other thinks about that Forza because neither of us have talked about it, even though my review posted a couple of days ago is real weird. So let's jump on into the Xbox Drive. Greater than X. Know that we have always been down, down. That sorry, that's a three eleven reference. Welcome to episode three eleven of the Xbox Drive. Hello, Sean Capri. I'm blown away, Ryan, the performer. Look at this. I could have actually gone on, but I decided not to. I, I decided to make it quick, Sean, because it's one of those things where you know I could prattle on for the next ten minutes prattle. about three eleven, but we can prattle about, about other things, including the weather. Um, but, uh, Sean, it's weird that I kind of started the show this way because you almost feel like you're on the back foot now because you haven't even got to ask me how I'm doing yet. And we're yeah, like, no, I can I'm just, I can just take show. it easy, man. You take it away from here. No, I'm good. How are you, Sean? You're talking about the back foot. I've got a broken foot, man. Like I'm just, God. you know what? I, this is uh, it's, it's good timing. I don't want to be up and about and, and moving. I want to be sitting down and, and playing video, video games. So I'm all hopped up on ibuprofen drinking my my diet pepsi that's how i'm doing ryan turford oh my god i am so sorry john i got a little cocky today i gotta say i got a little like oh it's been a pretty pain-free day it's all good maybe i can take off this air boot for a little while ryan and then my kids start hanging off me which is the best thing ever um until your son just absolutely like knee drops right on top of the foot like it couldn't have been worse the exact like i don't know so who knows maybe i'll have to cut it off Ryan. Maybe, maybe. It might be gone. (laughs) Yeah, I I remember a similar story of, you know, I I was the type of person back when I was living with my roommate who had two dogs, and one of them was a really big dog, a husky. And um, uh, I, I was the person to leave my laptop out on my bed all the time like that. And I was like playing with the dogs. I'm like, oh, it'd be fun if they like, you know, came on the bed and hung out with me uh, until... Um, the, the bigger dog decided to do something similar to what you described with Lincoln, who then snapped my laptop in half by stepping on it. The Ooh. Wrong and, uh, I was out of laptop at that point and very sad, but yeah. it was, it was so adorable. I couldn't get, I couldn't get angry at the dogs because they're, they're, no, they're very cute. No, you can get dogs. angry. No, you can. Yeah. You should get angry, Ryan. We were, we're waiting for the day to see you angry. It's worrisome that you don't get angry. <laughs> no, I'm just very passive aggressive, Sean. There's no need for me to be angry when I'm this <laughs> passive aggressive. That's exactly. That's what I'm worried about. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, just a small tease, because RPG Cave is going to have probably the nerdiest episode of the RPG Cave yes. we've ever done this week, because we're, we're busting out our character sheets because we're changing up our character classes. That's the topic for this week's show. And uh, one of the fields on there, Sean, is our our like our morality. So like where we kind of fit on the the D and D kind of moral scale. Yeah, and I definitely fit under neutral evil. Like neutral I am definitely evil. not. Like, yeah, I think you're right on the good side. I'm definitely. I don't know like, anything about that grid, evil. but that sounds correct to me. <laughs> <laughs> it, look, it is what it is. Okay, like when someone like me gets joy for, from just nuking Megaton just for the hell of it, Sean. That's true. That's just how things what are. What am I? What? What? I, I need to know this. The D&D group. What do you call it? The D&D? The, the D&D morality system. Morality Sean, system. Okay. See, the thing is, I definitely think you are a very good natured soul. So I would definitely okay. put you in the good tier, whether it be lawfully good, neutral good or chaotic good. Yeah. Um, 
I think you're probably close to chaotic good. You're either chaotic good or neutral good. You're definitely not lawful good. Let me get that straight. You're not lawful good. Like no. you're not mystery goody two shoes. Yeah. Like I think you're kind of in the middle of neutral good and chaotic good, if not leaning towards chaotic good. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounds again, I don't really get it, but that sounds about right. There's just whole write ups about this, Sean. You can go on the Internet and read it later. And of course, the xenomorph, Sean, perfectly representing me, neutral evil, of course. Of course. Goodness, I need to study this chart. We're looking at it here live where we stream, by the way, Ryan, at youtube.com slash carpool gaming. You can like, share and subscribe if you like. Yep. <laughs> if you like this, whatever it is that this is, please <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> I don't know what's happened to this show, Sean. Ever since we moved to our new time, we've become this show has become much more silly. It barely functions every man. time. Mm-hmm. Every every night has been very si- more silly than the last. I mean, we're five minutes in the show and I haven't gotten to cleaning the garage yet. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Pin it. You want to pin that. it? <laughs> <laughs> no, still, a, still a little pin in it. You know, if I could actually send things in chat right now, if I had the chat open, Sean, I would put a little mm. pin emoji in the chat. But I'm not going to do that because this is the Xbox drive. We talk about Xbox all the time. So let's clean the garage. So folks at home, if you want to support the show, there's a number of awesome way to do that. Number one, if you're watching the live stream right now over at YouTube.com slash Carpool Gaming, or if you're watching the video on demand later, don't forget to hit that like button, smash punch that subscribe button, and then let us know in the comments below uh, what you think about Forza Motorsport now that is kind of Almost in the wild. It's out on Tuesday for everybody. But, you know, if you bought in with the with the, you know, premium premium pack, you could you can play right now Mm -hmm. at this point. So let us know what you think about Forza or if you're excited to play it when it comes out on Game Pass on Tuesday. Also, if you're listening on audio feeds, don't forget to rate us there as well especially uh, uh, Spotify or Apple, Apple Podcasts. Um, and uh, also, if you want one big podcast we with all the Carpool Gaming Cinematic Universe podcasts in it or some exclusive content, you can head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Carpool Gaming, just like Brian Eck and Brian Reese did. They both jumped up to the gold tier because, Sean, what did they like? Gold! They have a Dutch accent. Isn't that weird? They like Gold! Good, good stuff. And also, uh, Laura, <laughs> who jumped in on the early slash ad for your access tier. So huge shout out again to all of our patrons over there on patreon.com slash carpool gaming. And best part is, Sean, we also have a new show over there. It could be anything um, as well as the Pants Patreon podcast for Patreon podcast with Amanda coming up this week. So, like lots of exciting, exclusive content handling over to Patreon this week, my friend. Maybe our biggest month ever. Like just in content, just in general, we got our reviews going up. We got like Court did his Assassin's Creed video, his impressions over on YouTube. I did my video review, which Ryan hasn't even watched. You know, I appreciate the support, my friend. Um, But it's for the service of of this show. Um, And I also just want to give a shout out to Quagmire, our newest ultimate producer. I don't know if we mentioned that last week or that was because it was hot. It just happened. It just happened. Thank you to Quagmire. Um, And also, y'all are going to want to listen to the credits at the end because Quagmire is getting a getting a nice little something something. So. I made a note of it, Sean. Yeah, it's gonna it's happen. Very cool. It's gonna be there. Um, Thank you, Quagmire. So two other things before we go. First up, um, Sean, out of nowhere, you got a random message on Xbox Live from Richard. Yeah. Um, th- uh, about the show, he, uh, Richard says, "Hey man, 
just wanted a quick message to say I love the Xbox drive and I'm listening to it right now while sailing the Sea of Thieves. Keep up the great work. Cheers from Wales in the UK. Thank you so much, Richard. That's awesome, man. I'm telling you, man, like my foot hurts so bad lately and I'm I'm getting a little down on myself and, and messages like that and a lot of wonderful messages coming in from the Forza Review. Um I got to say, man, like it's it's very it, it lifts my spirits uh, more than more than folks know. I don't want to come in here uh, being all Debbie Downer. It's been a challenging go lately, uh, and that really, really means a lot. It came out of nowhere. And wouldn't it be nice, Nintendo, if when we share our uh, our friend codes at the end of the Nintendo drive and people add us that wouldn't it be nice if they could leave nice messages like you can on Xbox Live? And I'm calling it Xbox Live until the end of time because I'm right. an old man and I don't change Ryan. So thank you for that lovely message. And for anybody else who's been sending messages and adding friends and whatnot, I totally miss it because, to be honest with you, Ryan, I didn't know where it was on the Xbox oh UI, dude. I didn't know where it was. Well, the best part is, Sean, you can just you can just pull it up on your phone using the Xbox app. You just use the Xbox app and yeah, you're ready to go. Right Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up finding it on PC, like in the, the, the game bar when you hit Windows, Windows G. Windows G. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't even know that that was the keyboard command. And after, right? Yeah, you, yeah. Windows key G. It brings up the it brings up your your game bar. You can do all but, your like your audio settings. Your friends are all up there. Your achievements can pop up like I just don't know because I'm not I'm not a PC gamer. Despite no, the fact there that you I've go. Now you are <laughs> one day. One <laughs> yeah, of these. You, you got the secret entrance code. Yeah, exactly. Are and you firing then, it up right now? Do you want to do it right now? See what happens. I'm not. I'm going to do it. I don't want to break things, Sean. So um, last thing I want to touch on now, you know, we are not a PlayStation show, Sean, nor are we a Nintendo show over Mm. at the Xbox Drive. But we have a little contest going on right here at Carpool Gaming. Um, We are giving away a copy of Spider-Man 2 and a copy of Super Mario Brothers Wonder because, you know, a big day is coming up October 20th. It's going to be like Barbenheimer. But instead, it's Spider Wonder. Of course, we got Super Mario Wonder and Spider-Man coming out on the same day. So what better way to celebrate than, of course, us giving away the copies of the game. But also, we got new merch over at CarpoolGaming.com to celebrate the occasion. Um, Of course, we got a picture of uh, Elephant Mario swinging on a spider web, pretending he's Spider-Man while also holding a little Bobby. Um, And we've got like a cool holographic sticker to go along with the T-shirt. So any merch that you pick up, um, you just have to let us know that you picked up the merch um, and we will give you extra entries in the contest to win Mario Wonder or Spider-Man 2. Um, one, you get one extra entry if you get the sticker and I believe it's two for the T-shirt. Right, Sean? Yeah. Yeah. No, one, you know the one and three. Than me, one and three. Three. Okay. Three, get, okay. three. Three for the T-shirt. Sorry, I'm also scrolling through the website over here. Oh, good. Oh, good. So you get three for the T-shirt, one for the thing or... If you uh, don't want to pick up some merch, but you still want to be entered anyways, no worries. Um, just make sure to rate the X, the Nintendo Drive or the PlayStation Drive over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and send Sean Capri or Seth Sturgill your screenshot showing that you did that and you'll get an entry in the contest as well. So there you go. Spider Wonders coming up. We also got this beautiful Xbox Drive T-shirt that, of course, Sean. I'm just scrolling off. through the store now. You don't don't mind me. I'm just no, being an idiot. It's all good. It's all good. We got we got us. You know, we got to show off the store a little every once in a while, Sean. Every once in a while. There's good stuff up there. So you're good stuff. Definitely go check that out. Carpoolgaming.com is where you'll find the Spider Wonder merch. Get hyped because I'm, I'm excited. October 20th is going to be here very soon, Sean. 14 days away before 
before we're going to be playing Mario Wonder and, and Spider-Man 2. It's going to be great. It's a day where I can take off work and ignore my family and responsibilities. I'm going to be playing video games all day, my friend. <laughs> so As Lincoln just like just stares from the corner of your room is like, I wish dad would play Mario. Oh, <laughs> damn. You're probably right about that. <laughs> That's probably true. You know, it's probably true. Oh, Sean. my gosh. All right, Sean. Well, let's grab our eight tracks, pop them in. It is time for the playlist. So before we get into Forza, I want to know from you, Sean, did you play anything else besides Forza this week? Because I have I one did. game I want to mention and talk about first, but I'm curious to know if you did. It's the same game as you. Oh, we both played NHL 24. Is like that a little bit. I played a couple of games worth just just a touch. Yeah. I downloaded the the um, the, the free trial because yeah, of same. game play, uh, game pass, which gets you EA play, which gets you 10 hours of these games. And uh, I was watching our very own court Lalonde stream here at twitch.tv slash carpool gaming live. It looked like he was having a great time. And um, so I decided to to do the thing. I downloaded the trial and yeah, curious to, to hear your thoughts on it, man. Yeah, uh, I played a bunch of games i didn't play for too long i played for a couple hours um but i really enjoyed it but i also will say i was expecting a pretty big change with well all the things they were talking about and you do notice you know those when you're on the ice but i also felt like everything outside of the actual um games themselves felt exactly the same as last year's game to the point sure. where one of the, my favorite things and, and the thing that I always love to do in NHL whenever I play them is be a pro mode. I, you know, I, I famously earlier this year did a full season of be a pro. I played 82 games and then I did a full playoff run to win the Stanley Cup for the Florida Panthers, Sean, the greatest oh. hockey team of all time. Um, and as a result, um, so the, I, I was really excited to, to see what they did with be a pro this time. Literally, I started the be a promo shot. And it was literally the same cutscene from last year's game. Was and it then, really? And then they and then you go into the character creator, which is almost exactly the same. And then you go to the the, the literally all of the events that lead up to the, the preseason games themselves. All exactly the same as last year's game. So they it just feels like they didn't really touch it at all, which kind of makes me a little bit sad. I need buttons for like clips and stuff because this is the breaking bad. Like he can't keep getting away with this moment. Yeah, it kind of is a little bit yeah. because like because I wish there was more. I wish they would make like even incremental changes. And maybe there are like maybe I just maybe haven't gotten far enough into the season yet to see any new changes that they might make to the formula. But um, I just honestly felt like it was very, very much the, just the same game as last year as far as be a promo. However, when I was playing the individual games, Sean, I felt a big difference. First of all, I like the, the new camera angle it kind of starts you on where it's kind of like overhead as opposed to kind of the, the isometric kind of angle. Oh, you like it that? I on. feel like that that's a throwback to like 97. Yeah. They used to have the overhead like that. Yeah. But I also felt like um, I, I kind of like the new controls as well. Have you played around with the new controls at all? I saw the option and I skipped right to what I would always use. So okay. it looks like you can start to use like um, face buttons instead yeah. for like hitting so and use, things like that. So it's not for hitting. You use them as um skill button so rather use it rather than using everything on the analog stick you're right like deking and shooting with the the analog stick but then when you want to get really fancy with it you use the face buttons but then you're still you know body checking with the the the, the right analog stick and then still mm. using the triggers to do passing as well mm. so it's interesting 
This is reminding me because I've put my foot in my mouth a few times where you and I understand something a little bit differently. And I'm trying to remember the one was the PDF thing where I said to you, like, how you can't attach something to PDF. And people are like, I think it was TPR. It's like, actually, you can. So but this is this gets me into tricky territory, Ryan, where sometimes I think you might be mistaken about something like the PDF thing. And I couldn't be more wrong about it. But sometimes I also think you're mistaken about something like the population of Japan. And I should have leaned into that a little bit more. I mean, it's one of those things, Sean, where I'm, I'm human. I make mistakes. That's true. But mostly you're correct. So like, I'm telling you, I just want to like pull the curtain back a little bit for other people. So what do you think I'm mistaken about, Sean? I want to know. I think you can still hit with the buttons. I think you're right. I think you're right about the, the, the extra skills with the face buttons, but that's when you have the puck. I will say that with the control scheme I selected, Sean, you couldn't because mm. I tried that because instinctively I was like, oh, because I've played with the, the control scheme before that allows you to hit with the buttons. But yeah, not the one that I selected. So maybe maybe there I think there are because there are multiple control schemes. There might be one that lets you do that. What do you think about the the passing? I can't um, court called it something like icon passing or something like you hold the pass button and then like buttons show up over your other teammates and you can pass to them almost like you would as a quarterback in Madden. Like it kind of yeah. kind of works like that. Like I, I love it, but I've got to wrap my it takes me too long to go like, OK, the B button is over there. Like it's not the same. Like it's not like no. like You're the gonna X get button would be over on the left. Right. Yeah, like it You're takes gonna get too long. so fast if you take your time doing that. Like that's what I found. Yeah, which is why I just barely used it. Like, yeah, sparingly. I think it's a good idea. Like if, mm-hmm. especially if you're playing with someone else. Like yeah. If you're playing like two player, like multiplayer, right next to each other. Like if you were playing with Kevin Ainsworth, I think. Right oh yeah, I just you. yeah, just. I feel like, I feel like that's the way that <laughs> that's probably the passing you do because like they might it'd be harder for them to protect. Whereas yeah. um, against the computer, like I probably will never use it. Hmm. Well, I think we should do something with this. You're playing it. I'm playing it. Court's playing. They have cross play now. You can play with people on PlayStation and Xbox. So that's very cool. Um, But yeah, like I know we don't normally get into sports games, but here we are talking about NHL. We'll talk about Forza, Call of Duties and Beta Weekend. Like, you know what? Nuts are all these artsy fartsy, you know, storytelling games. Let's just let's just play the car games. We'll play the shoot games. We'll play the sports games. Let's let's do it, man. Mm-hmm. We'll do all the. I'm all just the, kidding. The I still like that, those other games. I was just gonna say, like, that's like the most like those are the most like anti anti Ryan Turfer things in the world, like cars. I know, right? And sports, all that other stuff. Cocoon's out on on like, dude, like Game Pass is having a bit of a renaissance right now. Like Game There's Pass is is killing it right now, and I mean Forza is part of it, so that's cool. Game Pass, mm-hmm. you still get that EA, you get that you get that NHL, so that's good. Mm-hmm. But lots of yeah. stuff, man. Maybe Payday yeah. Three will work one day. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I will say with NHL, though, just to kind of cap off this conversation, I feel like after playing this, because I was I was on the fence about maybe getting this one. But I'm like, after this trial, I'm like, no, I'm just going to wait for it to come to yeah. EA play next year. And then I'll play and I'll play it more when they come. I will make my like, decision after the 10 hours, really. Yeah, like it would be different if I, I felt there was a big difference between be a pro Mm. where it is now versus last year because yep. then i would probably be more excited about getting it but yeah I, I think that kind of killed it for me where it's just like yeah this is fun but i can just kind of wait till stanley cup playoffs next year and just keep playing 23 from last year which is still on game pass so i mean that's how we grew up dude we didn't buy every year we bought every second year i remember the first time yeah. i met a friend who's like i buy nhl every single year i'm like what are you rich <laughs> like what how is that possible 
Well, maybe they're just really into it. I mean, they were rich. They, they, they it, made I mean, very, a lot of money. A lot of people <laughs> take, take the same stance with Call of Duty, Sean, where they don't buy Call of Duty every year, despite the fact that it comes out every year. That's true. That'd be a good. Yeah. I mean, that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. this year, I don't think I'm buying Call of Duty. I, I think. I'm oh, I'm not missing this one. And I blame Tony Baker, by the way. I don't think Tony Baker realizes this, um, but it's <laughs> Tony Baker, one of our ultimate producers. A number of years ago, just out of nowhere, like gifts me Call of Duty. I'm like, what the heck, dude? And from then on. I'm buying it every year, like for whatever reason, it's completely unrelated. It makes no sense that that would trigger that. But um, I buy it now every year because he bought it for me one time. <laughs> to be fair, like you, me, Tony Baker and uh, Joel used to play a whole lot. Oh, yeah. A lot of Call of Duty together. Yeah. And Diablo. Um, oh, Diablo. Oh, Diablo. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we just haven't really been playing as much multiplayer Call of Duty. So it's just like. And I haven't It'll been playing back. the campaigns. I still have like I, I still haven't played the campaign from last year at this point. So I'm mm-hmm. just like, I don't I, I feel like I just don't need it right away. Yep. Um, in fact, I'm more tempted, Sean, just to uh, just pick up Immortals of Avium because Immortals of Avium is half off literally everywhere right now. It's like 40 bucks. So I'm like, oh, I'm down I, for that. I'm yeah. actually much more interested in that game maybe than than Call of Duty. Call of Duty can wait a while. Put it into maybe Game when Pass. It's on sale. But look, game pass. I know we're talking about NHL somehow right now is the topic at hand right now. If we had like a little ticker tape at the bottom, it would still say what you're playing NHL 24. Um, But after I reviewed Forza, I think it was um, Mike UK left a comment, I think, on the on the YouTube video said, like, love this review. Would love for you to check out Warhammer 40K Dark Tide, which launched into into game pass i'm like what a good call i would really i haven't i haven't touched it just yet sorry mike um yeah. but like it caused me to go over and look in like the latest additions to game pass ryan dark tide um gotham knights great addition i think for many people like me who yeah. skipped it cocoon which seth sturgill our very own seth sturgill says is sick we got that ace attorney the phoenix Wright trilogy ryan objection party animals lies of p Starfield, Forza. This is pretty good. Like, I just don't know if we're really just taking. Can we just take stock in this right now? I'm just going to yeah. maybe yell at you for a little while to say to, to well, make and, my and point. Ne- and next month, Sean, we got Persona 5 Tactica. Oh, my as well as some other stuff. Like It's the Vince McMahon clip now. He's just, yeah. <laughs> it's it's just falling be good. out of his chair. Yeah. No, Game Pass has been pretty awesome. And uh, I mean, it's been just making game choices even harder, Sean. Because we're we're getting to the point, Sean, where it's Oof. you know we covered it last week, but we came up, of course, with our roadmap for the rest of the year. And it's like I don't even know where I find time for most of these Game Pass games at this point. Not possible, Ryan. Also, as I know, you were probably going to do this as part of the the carpool section later. But while we're speaking of games coming to Xbox, uh, one lucky winner, somebody who sent in a question, we're going to give away this game. Okay, and I just want to read you the description of this game, Ryan, because okay, it caught my attention. Got this game from ID at Xbox. It will be part of a giveaway uh, to reward our community for being so awesome. Um, we're giving away a copy of Treachery and Beatdown City. Get ready for yourself, Ryan. Buckle up. Here's the description. The U.S. President Blake Orama has been kidnapped by Ninja Dragon terrorists. Three unique heroes, Lisa Santiago, Bruce Maxwell, and Brad Steele, with an E at the end, must use their distinct fighting styles and combat skills to fight everyone under the sun in order to rescue him. Use Lisa's icy boxing style to throw punches and strike fear into your enemies with her MMA skills. Throw your opponents like ragdolls with Brad 
dance professional wrestling moves or let your glow shine with Bruce's deadly Jeet Kundo martial arts and Copera style. That is a real game that somebody is going to win. I mean, that sounds like a game from the 80s. It sounds like bad. You just read the description of bad dudes to me, Sean. I'm mad that we're giving it away. Actually, it was my decision and I'm actually upset. It sounds incredible. Did you ever look up a trailer for this game, Sean? I'm curious. No, no. Did you? No, No, of course not. Should we look it up? No. (laughs) (laughs) Audio listeners can't see the trailer. No, I was just curious if you actually knew what this game looked like. Dude, I read a brawler in my brain, Sean, probably a style shaded brawler. That's something like that. I mean, it's got to oh be better than God. Slaps and Beans 2, which I think was on the, the email a couple weeks ago, Sean. Slaps and Beans. Yes, that's right. Slaps yeah, and I, Beans 2. I don't even know how this caught my attention. It was the, I guess it was the U.S. President Blake Orama yeah. that just, I mean, and as soon as you, you, you keep going, you keep reading it and it just gets better and better with every syllable, right? Well, that Trevor. actually, like, again, like very much reminds me of Bad Dudes because that's how the beginning of Bad Dudes starts, where the, the U.S. President has been captured by ninjas. Are you a bad enough dude to be able to rescue the president from ninjas? Like that's how that game starts, which is great. I love that dude. This looks this looks amazing. So far, we're watching the the trailer here again. If you guys want to know what we're talking about here, and you're listening to audio, we'll do our. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh, oh Ryan, it it started so great. It had like a nice animation, and now it's kind of got like this kind of, uh, kind of lame yeah. um, pixel art. But then it gets into these cutscenes, Ryan. Now it's caught my attention. Honestly, that pixel art for those cutscenes reminds me of a 3DO game, which just mm. not, is not high praise. A lucky winner is going to get this game, Ryan. Someone, someone in our community is going to get this game, Sean. That's right. But, uh, we'll, we'll let the wheel of fate decide, I guess, later. Actually, I, you and I never actually discussed how we're going to pick a winner. I guess we're we'll going to pick our later. favorite question. We're going to pick our favorite question. Oh, OK. There's no Let's there's no it. random chance on this one. Sorry. Well, y'all. Speaking of. No random chance, Sean. Like you would, will be burdened um, with this game. Oh, I also want to mention, I, I I touched Assassin's Creed Mirage for half an hour, but I'll talk about that more next week. You so, touched it. Yes, I touched I touched Basim and his his, his pet eagle, and mm. uh, I'll talk about it more next week. Talk about it more next week. If you want to know more about Assassin's Creed Mirage, go watch Court's Review. Court's Review is actually really good. So yeah, it is go really good. Speaking um, of touching, we're all going to be in Extra Life, so join us in Extra Life. We'll talk about that at the end of the show, I'm sure. We'll have couches. Hey, everyone, it's me, Sean Capri, taking a quick pause on this episode of the Xbox Drive to tell you how to pop that sweet, sweet achievement over at patreon.com slash carpoolgaming, where some amazing friends and supporters keep this thing running. They pump our tires. They jump in and get access to a ton of exclusive content and perks. It's the best way to support everything we do here at Carpool Gaming. And for just a dollar a month, you get early ad-free access to the entire network of Carpool Gaming podcasts. That means none of this nonsense. But at the exclusive tier plus, you'll also get access to exclusive podcasts every single week. We've got the Nintendo Drive post show, which is a whole other show that we record after the Nintendo Drive, which isn't really a Nintendo podcast anyways, but people seem to like it. We've got that there, Pants Patreon podcast for patrons podcast, our weekly Ask Me Anything AMA show with a new carpool host every single week. But hang on, there's more. I haven't even gotten to the best part yet. The best part is you can try out the exclusive tier and listen to all of it for yourself for free for a week. A seven day free trial to the exclusive tier, the most popular tier, by the way, over at patreon.com slash carpool gaming. 
So check it out for yourself. Choose the tier that's right for you. You won't be disappointed. Now, back to the show. And it, Sean, because, Sean, it is time. Talk about Forza Motorsport, the game we have both been playing. The game that has consumed, seemingly consumed, Sean Capri's life at this point. Because, uh, Sean, I don't know how many people outside of Xbox who've played this game more than you at this point. Look at your playtime. Ains Bowden, Ains over at uh, Season Gaming has been playing this game a lot. And honestly, shout out to Ains. He did an absolutely amazing job at his review. You should definitely, guys, go check it out. Season Gaming. He did a wonderful job. Um, I really enjoyed uh, watching his review after after that. And we still have some more. We have some things in mind. I wanted to make sure I got my review out before I started kind of talking to anybody else. So, yeah. Forza is kind yeah. of a moment, you know. This is about as 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 important as it gets for for Xbox. And coming off the heels of of Starfield, I feel like these two Ryan back to back totally fine for the release yeah. schedule. It's not like Forza Horizon getting chopped at the knees by Halo Infinite a couple of years ago. That that's not good. Yeah. You can do this, Xbox. This is fine. Yeah, a month apart's fine, and also too, like it definitely helps. Games. Forza. Well, there's that too, but it. Well, I mean, and Halo Infinite is very different from. Forza yeah, Horizon, I guess. I feel like but, it's the same kind of group, though. I feel like it's yeah. the same kind of people who can go from one to the other. I don't, I'm not sure that's the case for Starfield True. and Motorsport, but maybe I'm wrong. True. Well, it's also, too, I think it helps that from what I have know from talking to people, a lot of people have kind of fallen off of Starfield. Like, there's still people playing it, but it's not like it's because it came out a month and a half ago. Like, just not everyone on Xbox is still currently playing that versus what happened with halo where it's just like well everyone's obvious everyone who owns an xbox probably is a xbox person because they like halo so they're more likely to jump into that so i think i never know how to make a call on any of this stuff like i don't dude like i don't even know who's playing roblox so like but everybody's playing roblox so i don't know how to make a comment i mean i still look at sega and they're releasing two big turn-based role-playing games a week from each other next year yeah yakuza um, like a dragon eight. And of course, persona three reload. I'm like, how, how does this move make any sense? But I'm sure it makes sense to them, I guess. I don't know. But anyways, we're here to talk about Forza. The nice, the, the interesting thing that folks at home may know, uh, Sean and I did not talk about this game at all. We usually, a lot of times when we're both playing the same game, uh, for review, we'll usually talk about it, but this time we decided do something a little bit different and not talk about it at all to the point where, you know, I went and watched Sean's review on mute while, the ta- <laughs> while I was tabbed over to support the channel, but I didn't listen to it. I Thanks, didn't see man. any of the visuals. I didn't. So I couldn't read Sean's lips or anything like that. So I have no idea how Sean feels about it. In fact, I really, I was like desperate Sean. Cause I was um, in the later parts of my night at shift at work. And I, I really wanted to come watch the live stream of you streaming the game the couple nights you streamed it this week and i knew that i just couldn't i couldn't bring myself to do it couldn't bring myself to click that button because we're like we're like a newlywed couple don't look at me in the dress just wait until the day ryan well bad (laughs) luck that way sean it's bad luck if i if i know what you find that's true so yeah so i'm excited for us to finally be able to tell each other sean how we feel about forza motorsport because forza motorsport is lucky son of a gun for us, for us both telling it how we feel about it, you know, that's, that's true. That's what's happening right that's now. That's true. Yeah, we're making waves. We're making yeah. waves. Well, I'm, I'm curious, like, because anybody who listening to this, I imagine a lot of people would have um, watched the review at youtube.com slash carpool gaming. And if you haven't, what are you doing with your life, man? Like, get on over there and, and watch it. Um, so a lot of people know what what I think 
about the game, but I'm curious. Maybe maybe you kick things off, Ryan Turford. I was just going to suggest that because oh, I haven't even talked about this game on social media either because I didn't want to spoil Sean. So I I literally have not talked. <laughs> this to, this will be the far. very first time I talk about this game, how I feel about this game. First of all, I'm not super far in Forza. I haven't played it a, a ton because, you know, since I wasn't reviewing it, I wanted to kind of play the game at my own pace. Mm-hmm. And that at only equated pace. to like six or seven hours of playing the game. So yep. not that much. Um, but at the same time, Sean, you'll be pleased to to know I actually like this game a lot. Yeah, I actually, I actually yes. really like Forza Horizon or sorry, Forza Motorsport, which is odd because the reason why my brain got confused there was because, as I famously said on the show many years ago mm-hmm. with Forza Horizon 5 and other Forza Horizon games, I wasn't really into them. And part of that is and I talked about it on those shows, I'm not really into open world racing games at all. Like, that's just never been my thing, whether it's need for speed, open world racing or forces approach to open world racing. They just don't appeal to me in the way, same way that other open world games do. And even then, like, I'm not really someone who's like super into open world games anyways, mm. let alone open world racing games. It's harder for me to get into those. Ryan so. only plays the first 13 hours of Final Fantasy 13. Then when it opens up, he shuts it out. Well, that's different, Sean. It's a role role playing games. I'm much more interested in them being kind of. I just thought you'd be impressed that I knew that about Final Fantasy 13. I am very impressed. Thanks, Ryan. You're very lucky that my Final Fantasy 13 copy is around the corner from me. Mm. I can't reach it with my hand or else I'd pull it out. Thank God. Yeah. Don't pull Um, it out. But anyways, anyways, Forza. Oh, yeah. um, Yeah, I really enjoyed the racing. I thought it was great. The Um, racing is good at Forza. I have some nitpicks about mm-hmm. the game that we'll kind of go through, um, especially because um, I've talked about this, believe it or not, on the PlayStation Drive when I was hosting the PlayStation Drive when Gran Turismo 7 came out. I actually really got into Gran Turismo 7 a, a lot. Like I spent 50 hours plus playing yep. Gran Turismo 7 because I really enjoyed it. Yes, you did. Um, so coming into this game, um, you know, it's it's impossible for me not to compare it to Gran Turismo 7 in my mm. mind because it's kind of like it's direct, direct competitor, like it's most direct competitor in a lot of ways. So um, there are definitely things I like be- that Forza does better than Gran Turismo and also things that I think that Gran Turismo actually does better than Forza. Don't say that. No, no, don't say that. You're going to light the Internet on fire. It's going to erupt in front of us. Don't do that. It's fine to critique, critique games and compare them, Sean. I know. Okay. I'm just kidding. It's but OK to do this, Sean. You know what the interesting thing is, right? Like there used to be a time. Remember when when PlayStation had like the Halo killers, they had Killzone, they had Resistance. And like, you know what? Kind of like this space that we're in right now where you don't really have the same games like this is kind of it. Yeah. Like this is the only time Xbox and PlayStation have games where you can kind of compare it like this. And I hate what's happening on the Internet about it. Like there's there's very few like detailed good hearted conversations kind of like what you're trying to bring up here so um I'm, I'm glad it's it's a it's a reminder for me of how different life is on xbox versus playstation you don't have these mm-hmm. like going head to head um but but it is it should be an interesting conversation and i just wish yeah. that we could have it without like like i said like lighting the internet on fire because one of the reasons why i think it's important to have that conversation is because that's how both games get better totally by kind of looking at what the other one does better than it and 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 trying to improve those aspects with each new release like Mm -hmm. like we saw that all like that happened throughout the entire like xbox playstation 2 era where games were coming out much more frequently like they would iterate on top of the their competitors Mm -hmm. um which i i hope we see more of that because i think like having more games kind of in this space like this kind of shared space only makes the games better totally yeah so 
Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is tough to, I mean, and, and on that note, I guess the only thing that I will say, well, I don't know if it's going to be the only thing. Um, I had Gran Turismo seven and I think it was because it came with our PS five. I'm like, how, where did I get that from? I think that's how it happened. Um, I think we, we ended up having to, cause, oh, now I remember, oh, how could I forget Ryan? (laughs) Cause GameStop forced us to buy, like, remember when you, it was so hard to get them. They're like, well, you got to buy the bundle and you got to buy a controller and also a game. You end up spending like $6 trillion to get a damn thing. And Gran Turismo was the one. Cause I'm like, let's, let's have this, let's have this thing show off the power of the, the SSD and I'll send scans of my ears to Mark Cerny and whatever he's going to do with it to make the thing sound good. So I wanted to like check it out and i thought grand turismo's a game didn't like it i actually gave it to my brother for his birthday (laughs) and he loves it he likes it um i've been watching some videos on this there is one channel i can't remember what it was but kind of like a racing dedicated channel that focused on the camera between the two games i'm not going to get into the graphics or anything like that in fact i'd love to just go into motorsport and just somehow turn the brightness down or something maybe adjust that because i think that is an edge that grand turismo has um, but one thing that they noticed was the the way that the camera moves around the car in Gran Turismo is like locked in. And apparently you can change that. So people can correct me gently okay. in the comments. I might be speaking out of turn here, but I do like how the, the camera kind of swings a little bit more. It's a little bit more active in that third person view in Forza. And that gives me that that feeling that I like with yeah. Forza Motorsport. The feeling of momentum, the feeling that you're going around quarters yes. and stuff like that. Like oh, it, and you're kind of on the edge. Like, that's the yeah. thing that really gets me is like, I'm just going to see how far I can push this. And like, Ooh, okay, I made it. And I like, dude, when I was streaming it, I'm turning in my seat. Like, I'm like mm-hmm. a, I'm like an old man playing this thing as if I'm like in virtual reality kind of thing. I'm, I'm gripping well, my controller really tight. racing seat, Sean, that's probably oh. what you'd be doing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I need to. I don't think I need to get there, but I'm I'm almost there, man. Like that. That, yeah. that sounds like it would be pretty cool. I mean, you got the Thrustmaster. You're halfway there. To I getting am the, the full, Thrustmaster. Well, you just need the racing wheel and then you get the full chair shot. Yeah. The full racing seat at that point. But, but the uh, game is good. Like the game, yeah. like at its core. And you said it. You said it really well. Like the racing is good. And that might sound like a yeah. silly thing to say about a racing game. But I guess the other the other side of the coin is like there's not much else to this. Like this is a pretty like the thing that I said was it's a very bare bones, stripped down, back to basics kind of thing. Um, And a few people are like, hey, uh, Aaron Greenberg, retweet Sean's review. And I'm like, dude, my tweet wasn't all that glowing. Like I I even said um, you might have missed it, Ryan. Um, I would be complaining more about the game because of its sort of like lack of modes and lack of innovation and really pushing the boundaries. Um, but the game is so good. The racing is yeah. so solid. So that that has me kind of right where a lot of others are, that this isn't the best game ever, but it's very, very good and rock solid. The hilarious thing, Sean, is that I feel exactly the same way yeah. about the game because one of my big nitpicks when I compare it to other racing games is that the the breadth of things to do in other racing games is so much more than what you get with Forza. Like, yeah. just wait, go looking at the menu of Forza. It just feels so much more stripped down versus a lot of other racing games. Forza games. But I, Dude, yes. I was just comparing to, I went back and I went back to six, seven, Horizon 5 and then to this and I was just like this and and I have been thinking about this this is maybe where the discussion can kind of kick off here too because mm-hmm. doing a solo review I'm like I'm not sure how I'm gonna like mull this over but I kind of dig it like, and I think I can't decide if like how do you how do you determine that as a disciplined creative decision versus the game isn't done right and well, I don't need so I, I don't think it's the it's so much the game is yeah because my feeling 
Take I don't feel that this. way. I'm just trying to project kind of like what the of internet course. says about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Because I because I think when you look at the gameplay itself, you can definitely tell they put the focus on making the gameplay the best part about. Thank game. God. And not and not expanding it with multiple modes. And I and, and you know, I, that's why I don't think it fits in the camp of, you know, oh, this game isn't done. It just feels like a very focused experience where, yes, you know, here are the three or four modes in the game. And we're going to make those modes as fun as possible. And that's all. And that's all. I feel like that's what they wanted to do with this game, which I think is a good way of, you know, because they talked about this game, you know, from the, the first announcement, they talked about it being a reboot, a re-envisioning of the Forza series. Mm-hmm. And I think this lays the groundwork really well for them to kind of expand upon this with more things to do with kind of the, the sequel with Forza Motorsport 2, I guess, or whatever they go, they're going to call the next game. Like what I, do or, you what what do you what like where can they possibly even go from here? Forza Motorsport 2025. They'll do it like Unreal Tournament, Sean. They do have a good roadmap for this. Like there's there's cars coming, there's tracks coming, yeah. like you know, and, and and I I think for people who like Forza, like I think we're all pleased with that. You yeah. know, like I think things can get pretty distracting. I was trying to go to my review where I pulled up a um like guys, I, I didn't just play Forza Motorsport for this review. I played six and seven quite a lot actually yep. so i went back um for a number of reasons the first thing that drew me back to go to these those other games was um i was messaging seth and i was like dude i remember forza games like melting my eyeballs out of their sockets like I, this isn't necessarily doing that and it wasn't until i went back to six and seven i went oh maybe i'm remembering those games a little prettier than right. they really are so it was really important for me to go back and and do that and then on the on the modes side of things i went back to seven and like seven is a mess i'm just gonna go out and say it like seven yeah. is it's it's way overindulgent it's like there's these badges that you can buy and mods and like it's so distracted and it wasn't until I went in and to go to look at that stuff that I, I gained a new appreciation for what we have with motorsport. And like, I'll take that 10 out of 10 times, Ryan. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because, again, it's not so much about adding modes or things to do that just to pad out the the, the experience. It's to enrich the experience and, and to add modes that are compelling and that you enjoy playing. Like one of my favorite things about Gran Turismo, Sean, as a series is the extra modes that they have because they've been around since the first game mm. and they've continually iterated on those things. Things like the license exams or the music mode or just stuff like that that are outside the, the normal races that are just very fun because, again, they most of those modes existed in Gran Turismo 1 on the PlayStation 1 yeah. and then they've just built up those modes over the years to make them as tight and as fun as possible. And that's mm-hmm. um, the the kind of the, the difference where I feel like Again, I kind of compare this to kind of the the beginning of Forza where, you know, this is where they build from. Like, this is going to be the new foundation that they build from from here. So it's okay that it's doesn't have as much stuff because they're going to I feel like they're going to iterate more on what they have here as they kind of go along, you know, with the series going forward. And I think that's good. I think I'm glad that they're, they're doing that because you're right. Like a lot of the stuff in seven, as example, I know people didn't like a lot of that extra stuff that was there. Yeah. So. I think it was this is a good as good a time as any to kind of like focus on the core racing experience first and then you kind of iterate on it afterwards with the next game. Yeah, well, and since the last since seven, like Horizon has really owned its space, like really kind of come into its own. So people can you don't want to blur those lines. 
right? Like this is definitely not a Horizon game. It's not even close. No. You that you cannot you cannot mistake the two. But I think if you had seven still in the mix and all of that weird stuff and the driver and all the like, kind of had some like like. Yeah, the know, microtransactions and stuff. A lot of microtransactions, like loot boxes were definitely a thing back then. Not good. And so, yeah, like the, the thing that like I dude, I'm so glad I played it for as long as I did, because if I if I played this game for like five or six, maybe 10 hours, I would have done my review pretty down on it. I would have said mm-hmm. to you, it's lacking personality. I think the presentation is kind of lame. There's not really a lot of modes. I think the 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 graphic choice, the visual choice, um, being photorealistic doesn't really have a lot of personality overall in its presentation. And so that's where I was at about 10 hours in. And that's where I started going back and gained that new appreciation for it. Now, I don't necessarily know if that changes any of it. I do think at times when I'm playing it, it, it presents itself kind of like Flight Simulator. And I almost don't even want to say that because I don't want to plant that seed in other people. I don't want to like have that inception moment for other people where that's all that they see. Um, But I do say to say this, that in spite of all that, I'm putting I'm probably upwards of 30 hours into this game now, at least um, because the racing is so good. So I want to be very balanced in my commentary here because I'm playing a ton of it. I think the driving is great. I think the lighting is amazing, dude. I'm, I I went on about weather in my yeah. review. You'd be very <laughs> oh proud about that. Like the I'm, weather is just really like, amazing. I'm excited to go back and watch it after we're done because I, I I I've I heard you talk about the weather in our chat, but you I never actually got to see what you mentioned about mm-hmm. that. So. I, I think the weather's a big deal. Like, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, but like day, day, um, the time um, of day and the weather effects are incredible. Dude, the first time I did a race in the rain, like the pouring rain, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is, this is so gorgeous. This is like super gorgeous. <laughs> this is one of the most gorgeous games I've seen on Series I X. cannot wait for you to see the review, dude. I went back yeah. and I pulled a clip from an E3 presentation of Forza 7 and the things they say about that game, <laughs> it's just ridiculous, dude. But, they get, but that's how they sell that game, because because oh, to man. your point about comparing it to Flight Simulator, Sean, yeah. like this is meant to be a simulation racing game. So it is trying to go for that. Mm. Realism. Like that's that's what this is very much about. But also what's interesting, Sean, is that I'm imagining you and I are playing this game very differently oh. as far as the, the way we have things set as far as, you know, um, assists or um, the way the cars handle or the way penalties work and things like that. Like penalties. I like yes, how you can customize all that stuff, because if you don't, if you want more of that RDKD experience, I actually think you can get that with this. Game, Agreed. Mm-hmm. Where you can tweak a lot of things. Cause that's what I did. Cause I do like arcade racers more than simulation racers, yep. or at least I like a, a, a something that's in the middle between the two. Um, Cause I don't like, off-road penalties i think they're stupid like i just don't really like that kind of thing um so i go and turn all that off and i have some and you know what i have so much more fun after doing something like that whereas yeah you know uh, uh, like in previous forza games i would usually leave all the assists on but i've been you know challenging myself to as i play this game to then turn more and more of the assists off as i go yeah so then i kind of get better at the game kind of like the approach you take to a souls like game where mm. you know the gate playing the game helps you be better at it yep which i'm guessing was also one of the shorts you did that has seemingly blown up on the channel um was probably about that 
I didn't actually watch it, but the title kind of gave it away. Yeah, it does. It and and that is a bit of a hallmark here. I want to ask you about these driving assists that you're turning off because I did go on. This was my like nerdy. I've been playing Forza for a long time. Like in, with six, mm-hmm. you would turn off driving assists and you would get bonuses for it. So if you right. had a full driving line, you'd get no no bonus. But if you had braking line, you get ten percent bonus. If you had no driving line at all, you get twenty percent bonus. That kind of thing. But they took it away in seven, and it's not back here. And so I'm always curious on like why would you turn it off? Like what, like you're one who, who walks into the game wanting sort of like that more arcadey experience, just turn them on. Like, is, is it really just the dark souls kind of reward of just getting better? Like that's, yeah, it's that's just, more just challenging myself. Yeah. Like just, um, get like get, laying out the challenge at my own pace yeah. in a lot of ways where I like, cause, cause you know, we've talked about it before, but I actually like hard games, Sean. So it's like, I actually like challenging myself with video games sometimes. So um, messing with some of those settings and kind of gradually learning the game that way to make myself a better, making myself better at the game, I think really is that's like the best approach for me because I noticed as an example, when I took off the full driving line and went to just the braking one, I noticed a definite difference in my ability to, you know, read the tracks and, yes. and know how to, how to drive properly. And then I, I went to, to no driving line at all. Oh, now I don't even have the braking line anymore. Well, and then. I feel like I'm doing even better. And the races now that I have that, because now I know, you know, how, how the, the, the game operates. Like I've learned the game now. I think so. you're handling the review next time. Holy cow. We got a pro in the house here. Oh, jeez. I, I would be that. lost without the braking line, dude. I would have, I'm driving as fast as I can for as long as I can until that line is red. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I probably should take it easier. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I'm, I mean, in Gran Turismo, I did something similar as well. Like when I, my approach to that game was like this one where I started with full driving assist and then I pared it down mm. as like, as I played through the game. And that's how I, I found like I was getting better to the point where, um, I was, you know, easily winning even on the hardest difficulty in Gran Turismo towards the end because I felt like, because I had gotten so good without the assist. Turned on. What so, driver to urge setting are you at? Cause there's the, the one thing about this game, you know, cause simulators can kind of scare people away, but like right. there, there are so many ways to make this customized for like anybody of, of all skill levels. And one of the more basic ways is like the driver tart difficulty level that can be yeah. zero all the way up to whatever it is, 10 or something. Um, yeah. I'm about midway through. I'm at about a four or five. Oh, I'm at, I'm at eight. Well, there you go. Yeah, you handle the review next time. Yeah, so you're winning. Sometimes I'm winning the race by like 10 seconds, Sean. What the heck? At this point. (laughs) Like, what are you on? Manual transmission too? Like, what else you got going on here? No, uh, no manual transmission. Automatic. I'm I'm an automatic transition. I want you to be streaming this from now. I want to see this, Ryan. You probably don't want to see me streaming this game. It's probably better I just stream Ninja Gaiden instead. No, I've got to see this. I want to see this no driving line, max difficulty, winning everything. No, 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 not max difficulty. I'm at eight Eight. out of 10. Ryan's on the Eight. honor rolls out of here. Out here, <laughs> I'm well. I'm sure as the campaign goes on, because I'm most because I'm only playing the campaign at this point. Yeah. So, um, I'm imagining when I get you know ten to fifteen hours in, it probably gets a lot harder. So I'm imagining like because I'm still early enough where I can get away with the difficulty being that high. Jump on multiplayer, dude. Multiplayer is very fun. And the other night we were playing, and we made a. You can party up, so you can bring all your friends and okay. jump into a into a lobby of strangers, and it was. It was great. The one thing, though, Ryan, that like as far as playing the game goes, the thing that I noticed is I'm playing um, the same track, same cars for quite a while. Like you've got that practice round, you got a yeah. qualifying round, you got a the actual race itself. And again, like 
for me, I kind of really, this game dropped at the perfect time. I got this nice mm-hmm. dedicated amount of time for the review. I had a deadline, like it, I, everything just clicked for me, uh, which was really good. I don't know if that's like representative of how everybody is going to be playing this. I don't know if that's different for you. Um, mm-hmm. But what I found was, uh, and I found this out afterwards. So this is going to sound like I'm just like reading from the, from the press release. Um, but I did find that I was driving, the same cars for a long time and upgrading them and getting to know them. And then I learned that that was by design. Like that's what turn 10 wanted to do was not give you a trillion dollars to go from car to car to car. Like I really like all the systems here that keep me with the cars, keep me upgrading the cars. Like the currency that you get is very RPG, I would say. Right. Right. Like it's not cash that you use to upgrade your cars. You basically get car XP, and you put yeah. that into your new engines and your exhausts and your braking systems and whatever else. And that to me was like I said in the review, like that to me was like a like a skill tree. Yeah. And I like, too, that you can be it as hands on with that as you want to be. Or if you just want to press the auto, auto. upgrade button, it still does a great job even with the auto upgrade. It really does. Too. Yeah. So, like, I, I think you can win both ways there. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, to your point, Sean, I got it was f- four hours in when I finally bought my first car. Because wow. I just didn't really need to. I didn't feel the need to buy any other car. Now I will say we were we were, were tainted a little by by this, Sean, because we we were uh, um, provided the the premium edition of the game. Yes, so we were given extra cars at the start, and I feel like the extra cars they actually give you with that, yeah, pretty good, um, really good in the early part of the campaign. Yep. So I never really felt to buy another car. Like I had like. $800,000 saved up and I could buy all these cars, but I'm like, I, I don't know if I, I'm just going to stick with the one I like that I've been playing with. Mm-hmm. For a while. Like, cause like I kind of, to your point, Sean, I kind of wanted to just stick with the car I knew yeah. rather than switching it up. Well, and that's funny. You should say that what we were, we were playing, I think it was last night. There was a mode, there's a multiplayer mode. And we all had to play kind of like the same somewhat selection of cars. And I would not have picked this car, some Oldsmobile GT car. Right. I never would have picked it in a million years. I'm like, dude, this, this thing is the Batmobile. Like it is enormous. <laughs> like the, the Adam West Batmobile. Um, so I'm driving it around and all of a sudden it's, it kind of like starts to drift a little bit around the corners. Mm-hmm. And it's like this feels great it feels so cool to just like kind of spin around kind of get you on that edge of control just a little bit more um so i do like it every once in a while when you get into the the career mode especially where it's honed in on categories of cars and it's going to force you to do something that you don't think you like but it's probably going to be good because it's it's forza like the game is the game is really good so yeah I've, i've been enjoying those those little surprises when they do come up as well Dude, this game is super fun. I first of all, I'm so glad that I gave it a chance because you know I could have just you know done my usual racing Ryan Turford you know racing approach where I'm like mm. ah, I know I'm probably not going to like this game. I'm not going to give it a chance. But you know it's something I talk about a, a lot on on our show is where it's just like you know I like to go out of my comfort zone every once in a while and try a game that's not in in, in a genre I don't like. And I'm glad I did with this game because yeah. even though I I you know I haven't played it for a little bit because. Life's kind of been busy, and that's part of the reason why I stopped. Um, I definitely am feeling the itch to go back to Forza again oh. and play a lot more of it. So, well, um, now it's yeah. um, this is a staple. Like now, I'm starting to get these games that don't get removed from my Xboxes. I've got Horizon, I've got Motorsport. I'll have a Call of like the annual Call of Duty. You know, those kinds of things just like stay on there 
pretty much forever. Um, so it's just another hundred or so gigabytes. Of I was just going to say, manage. that's why it will never be a steeple on my Xbox, Sean, because it's way too big for that. Yeah, because I, I, I do don't have the expansion. Have yeah, I don't have one, yeah, so it takes up way too much space. Because, um, yeah, I have basically four games, four big games installed, mm-hmm. all over a hundred gigs, and that's half my hard drive. Right mm. One so. thing I didn't mention in the review, and I, I, um, I regretted it somewhat, was, and I, I'm not really a digital foundry type of person, and I think there's a lot of creators out there who are regretting trying to be digital foundry lately. Yeah. So shout out to you guys. Um, but there's a there's three graphics modes here. There's performance. There's performance with ray tracing, which dynamically adjusts the the resolution, and then there's visual mode, which is like yeah. ultra settings, full on ray tracing. The ray tracing bounces off the ray tracing, which bounces off like the fabric of time, uh, space. Time or, or something. I'm not really sure. Um, but Ryan, that runs at 30 frames per second and shouldn't be even included. Don't play it at that. I was just gonna say the first the first time I picked up the game, Sean, that's what I selected. It was visual. I wanted to see it. I wanted I wanted to see what visual was like. And then I did two races with it, and I'm like, I'm never turning this mode on ever again. Totally. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. Yeah. Like, and I say that to if anybody is playing on visuals and they like it, like I want to know. Like, I want to hear yeah. from people like that. But for Believe me, it or not, Sean. When you boot up Street Fighter 6 for the first time, the default mode until you go into the menu after the tutorial finishes is visual mode playing Street Fighter 6 at 30 frames a second. Dude, I hear and that I'm just all like, the time. My brain. The numbers like, are there. People go for the, the graphics. They go for the, the high fidelity. And so I know people are out there and I want to be very mindful of that when I of trash that mode altogether. Because I'm like, I don't yeah. get it. Um, but I want to know from people like wh- why, yeah. <laughs> especially racing and fighting games in particular. Yes. Like, those are the two genres out of pretty much any game you play. Yes. Where it's like the frame rate really matters mm-hmm. for those games. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh, dude, Forza is awesome. We should probably get into some of these questions. Though, yeah, we got quite, I was going to say, I, I had a couple of things I wanted to say, but I know people are going to ask questions about it. So yeah. First up, we got Yarden who says, what is your personal favorite car and motorsport so far? As soon as I can grab the Eclipse GSX, mm. I'm never letting it go. Um, Sean, unfortunately, I don't remember any of the cars in this game. None? Not what about person. like a brand or anything? Like any make or like? That's the thing. I'm not really into cars, so I don't really have an allegiance one way or the other. What feels good. I like the Subaru that I had at the start, Sean. Um, I, I mostly in a lot of racing games go towards uh, Japanese style cars, so Mitsubishi or or Nissan, um, and I just haven't gotten a lot of those cars yet in Forza. So hmm. I don't know, man. I um, I got I got a really nice Porsche that I liked. Yep. Um, but th- again, there's not really like one that like comes to mind. But again, I'm very early in the game, so I'm it, I'm just not going to be too attached to a lot of these because because like every kind of circuit I do in campaign, I'm also kind of changing car classes too. Yep. So. I'm not I'm not really stick with one car long enough for it to really be memorable at this point. Mm. It's a Superman. 2020 2020 Toyota Supra is is my car, dude. I and all the Toyotas and I say it's Celica. Okay, I know a lot of you out there say it's Celica, but we got all Forza 7 was missing a whole bunch of Toyotas. It was terrible. This has got all my Toyotas and that's my that's my go to man. Wait, hold the phone. Who, Who calls it Celica? Me? I don't think I've ever heard that before. What? Everyone yeah. calls it Celica? That's all. I've only ever heard Celica before. I've never heard Celica. <sighs> Celica then, I guess. I like those. I, mean, I like those Sean, a lot. Just because the world says it one way doesn't mean they're right. 
That's how that works. That's that's math right there. I want to like I I feel like I haven't heard anybody say this car honestly. <laughs> like me yeah, and my neighbor, and that's it. Uh, my friend, uh, my friend Evan from high school. He used to drive around mm. a Celica. There it is. That was that was his car. That was his car. So most bank is the Celica. one with wheels and an engine, dude. <laughs> I mean, most bankins isn't wrong. Oh my gosh! Whatever man. one gets me across the finish line best. No, again, it's just one of those things where I've just never really been a car person, so mm. it's just like it's harder for me to really remember the names of the cars. So, yeah. although the Nissan Skyline in Gran Turismo has always been my go-to, is a Nissan Skyline. Nice, yeah. Ever since the first game. But um, well, next up we got the Muffin Mon who asks, "Were you surprised Forza didn't have a higher overall open credit slash Metacritic score, especially when compared to Forza Horizon Five? I feel like I haven't seen as much hype for motorsport as when Horizon launched. So yeah, I think because mm. again, I didn't read any of the reviews because I just honestly didn't really want to know what other people thought about this game until after you and I talked about it. Yeah. Um, so I don't really know the criticisms, although I suspect a lot of the criticisms are what we talked about tonight, where, you know, the grace, the racing is very fun, but outside of the multiplayer and the campaign, there's not a whole lot to do. Yeah. I think that's probably what I'm guessing is in the reviews. As far as though the hype, I think part of that is just, with motorsport because it's a realistic simulator racing game versus Horizon where it's more of a like arcadey open world racing game, I feel like that just appeals more on a broader scale than the realistic style racing games. But I could be wrong, Sean. What do you think? Um, it depends on like when <laughs> when I'm comparing to. So before I played it, if so, if I didn't review it. And mm-hmm. I was looking forward to this. I'll give an example. I actually chose this game in multiple um, fantasy critic leagues. So my expectation of this was that it was going to be a nine before it was released. Then right. I played the game and went, this will be in the eights. You know, like I, I thought maybe a, t- a touch higher and we're splitting hairs here. I thought maybe like 8.5 out of 10 kind of thing. And it's mm-hmm. in like 8.2 uh, or 82, if you like. Um, so like, yeah, it depends on when you, when you ask me now that I've played it. And when I, when I put out my review, like I was, I was thinking, yeah, probably mid eights. And I think that's, I think it's fair. Well, I, I just checked it 84 at this there point you go. China, where yeah. it's currently sitting after, cause like uh, that's after 91 critic reviews. Cause a lot of reviews I think came later than even the last time you looked. So yeah, um, yeah, that's around the range you thought it would be. And, and honestly, after I played it, you know, even before the reviews came out, Sean, that, that's kind of what I was expecting too. It's I do. I mean, this is, it, maybe we have this conversation on a Patreon exclusive something something. Uh, sure. But like, so there may be something to be said about review scores overall this year, and some inflation that seems to be happening. It's like there's there's a lot of nines, and so like, right. what does that even mean anymore? You know, like it. I don't know. It, it changes all the time. And of course, it's an amalgamation of all these different reviews. But um, I feel like this is a like a like a mid eight is a very good. It's it, like eights are great yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Like that's no, great. That's, that's literally what it's defined on the IGN scale, Sean. Eight equals great. Yes. So, and I think a lot of sites do that. that mm-hmm. way, which is why, again, like we should still be celebrating. it. Yes, it's not a nine like Forza Horizon was, but that's OK. Yeah. Not every game needs to be like that because I do think like the overall package of Forza Horizon 5 is stronger than the package here. Mm. But I think I think the racing to me 
is actually more fun in this game. I'm, I'm, but I'm just personally enjoying this more than Horizon. I feel like this game, maybe this is a, a I don't know if this is going to offend anybody. Um, so buckle up, everybody. I feel like this game compared to Horizon it has more it has more meat on the bone. It has more protein. I feel like Horizon can can f- be more like junk food. It can be more like fast food. Right. It's it's very tasty, very fun, but it doesn't feel good for you. <laughs> you know, like right. And that's 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 a little hyperbole. It just seems like this one when I'm playing it, I'm so focused and I'm playing the game itself. There are times when. I guess when I'm playing, especially in the later hours, the later times with Horizon, I would equate to playing that a little closer to Vampire Survivors, where I kind of just like turn my brain off and let the dopamine just kind of happen. And it feels good. And I'm flying off cliffs and and get my XP boards and and finishing things off. I've got like the to do list, the game, you know, get onto every road and and complete all the things um, like Far Cry, essentially. So there's. It's different in that way. That might be the there was a question on the review that I answered. I wish I kind of reviewed it in that, in that way better. That the game itself feels more more meaty and important. I guess if that's a totally um, yeah. just nonsense way of saying it. Yeah. Well, the way I get, the way I would equate it to bouncing off your point, Sean, would be like Horizon feels more like a podcast game where you can just turn your brain off and just listen to podcasts or watch tv and also play forza and just have definitely multitask yeah you, you can't do that with this game no because you will totally because that happened to be a couple times john where i just went straight into the wall without mm-hmm. breaking it all around a turn because i wasn't paying attention totally yeah streaming yeah. this game is very difficult by the way yeah yeah it's, I, am, I can imagine so like i imagine like Streaming this game is very similar to me streaming something like Mega Man 3. Yeah. I'm trying to be able to keep up with the chat. <laughs> like, I still have my distracted tendencies because I'm still me. And I think it was most Bankins who was watching the stream going like Sean's the most distracted driver on the planet. It's like, yeah, yeah I mean, that's me, man. Like, I'm not going to change. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, yeah, I think I think that's kind of the big difference. So, yeah, to Kevin's point, it just like, yeah, like it, it, the reviews just didn't really shock me coming out. Um, it did because earlier in the year, I think you and I both were in agreement. I think we were, we were thinking it was going to be one of the highest rated game, rated games for sure, year, but, for sure. Um, yeah. but after we played it, it's like, it makes more sense. Like I, I feel like you and I are both in line with where the reviews are and that's okay. Well, I don't know if you want to go to trucker slots, but I question, but I think visuals have something to do with this as well. Yeah, sure. Let's bring in trucker sloth actually. So trucker sloth says with all the debate going around about which year of Forza graphics is better. What do y'all prefer? Shiny or photorealistic? Do y'all think the graphics are getting a little too lifelike? Personally, I love it. I actually like kind of the photorealistic style that's in motorsport. Mm. Then. Like, I, I don't get me wrong. I think like the, the I like the colorfulness of something like Horizon. Like, I think that's, you know, a great thing about Horizon. Like, it visually looks, you know, appealing. But I don't know, man. Like, I, I like. I, I understand like this feels more like what this game is really trying to go for. Like the visual style is more in line with what I'm actually getting with the gameplay where I actually do like the photorealistic style, but I can definitely see it being looking boring to some people that aren't into it. I mean, like I said, I, I went back to uh, Motorsport 7 because I was like, I don't know if this is it. I don't know if uh, I'm totally blown away by this. I think part of it is 
where in the console lifecycle Motorsport is dropping versus where it typically drops. It's usually right. like launches alongside the console. So, you know, and that it's a, it's an age old thing of racing games always look great. So it's always going to be a showcase. And here we are years into the series X and we've been getting great graphics for, for many years. So it's a bit of a different context from that perspective. Um, but that did cause me to go back to seven and do those comparisons. And I was ready to kind of go nuts on this game going like, look, it looks the same. I actually had a plan for a, a video that was going to trick people. I was going to say, try to guess six or 2023. And as soon as I recorded that footage, I'm like, it's not even close actually like this looks much and actually sounds much better as well um but it is that photorealistic piece i think it's also as i alluded to earlier just a matter of like brightness settings like i think i think when things get darker i think when things get a little cloudier when it's nighttime and you have the headlights kind of and the bouncing and the shadows and reflections that all culminates to a much more visually stimulating experience, if you will, Ryan. Um, mm-hmm. But you kind of have to seek that out a little bit. Yeah, because it's I, it, it's kind of like the diminishing returns we kind of have with this console generation or, or every kind of console generation that's happened ev- at post the Xbox 360 era, where the closer we get to 4K realistic as possible graphics, the less we're going to see big visual leaps between games like even though it's been years since seven came out like i wasn't expecting it to have like like i thought i was expecting to look a lot better but i wasn't expecting it to be a huge very noticeable visual leap unless you look at them side by side kind of like what you did that is what kind of what it takes and i think that's what has sparked so much of the debate and even though i still play it and i've done the comparison i kind of have to remind myself to that comparison to go yeah this one does actually look quite a bit better so i guess like maybe where i do land on this this question specifically is maybe I do like shiny better. Like it's, it's a little bit more primal that I like that more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting question. The other thing that, that comes to mind, Ryan, that one of the first things that I noticed, and again, I was going to go off on this for a few, a few minutes. It just kind of was me rambling on the review was the, the comparison between motorsport that we have now and horizon five actually, and horizon Mm -hmm. five has better graphics than it has any right to do. Like it's open world. It's enormous. And it's just dynamic landscapes versus tracks here. And there's only so much detail that you're going to put it, put into like the press box on the side of a, of a track. It's just basic, like plain geometry. And so that's where I'm like, there's got to be something else there. I know it's it's photorealistic, but like I kind of wish there was something more there. And I look at I spent a lot of time actually looking at the details outside of the track, which maybe is unimportant. Um, But I felt like that could have added a lot to, again, that personality and the overall presentation to it. It's still pretty plain on the side Mm -hmm. of the track. So that's kind of I wish there was more there. And I think part of that is just the locations you're in, too. Like, that plays a big part of it, where, you know, in, in the Horizon games, you're racing out in, you yeah, know, the, the wilderness or, or, yeah, up a volcano or whatever. Whereas here, it's racing tracks that exist in real life. And most of them are pretty boring to look at, or at least as boring, because they look just so, like, real life. Like, you're yeah. not really getting a lot of visually interesting tracks there, because it's trying to emulate real life. Like, that's just what's going for. But at the same time, I like some visual touches. Like when you're doing the practice race, I like when you look up in the bleachers, 
while you're driving around and there's just less people there during practice because no one wants to come oh, good practice. call nice there's some there's a couple people there but when you actually do the full race there's people with signs and people cheering oh wow like you can actually hear them nice um if you've got headphones on um and i thought that was like a really nice touch like there's little things like that that i noticed mm. the more i played the game so like um yeah it's, it's i think there's just a, they put a ton of work into just perfecting the detail that they can perfect there but you're right like they're not like putting fantasy courses in here or anything like that so it's just gonna look it's just gonna look like your your boring old normal racetrack laguna seca which of course has been around forever as an example like to i remember racing laguna seca in gran turismo 2 and mm-hmm. it's the same track as it is it is in this game I guess like, I guess what I'm trying to say with this one, Ryan, is yes, that's the case. But even still, the details yeah. in the background aren't perfect. And I guess that's right. where maybe some people are coming from. Like it is photorealistic that the, the, the road that you're driving on and everything in sort of like your narrow tunnel of vision looks great. But as soon as you go outside of that, like to me, I feel like that should be perfect at this point and maybe that's a stupid expectation to have but i did spend a lot of time looking at some like posters along the side and there's banners and all these other things and it's not great and even sometimes the reflections seem to come off of the car at half or a quarter of the frame rate again like digital foundry will do a much better job looking at that sort of thing but i was noticing those kinds of things that like not quite there and i might spend some more time between now and next week although i might jump to a different game we'll see um might spend some more time on my pc i did find in my time playing on pc because i've got this ultra wide which was very like you got to play a racing game with an ultra wide um but but i did have my performance kind of going a little bit all over the place i was trying to max things out and um i don't have the hardware to have ultra settings on everything so right yeah yeah and i didn't want to i didn't play the game I didn't play it at all on PC. So. Yeah. Because you might also notice more of that stuff playing on PC because on console, maybe because I only played console. Like, maybe yeah. that's part of the reason why I didn't just notice as much stuff. Or I just honestly to to do what you were talking about, where it's like sitting at the start line or, or pausing the race and then looking around at some of that other stuff. Like, Where mostly, are you playing? Like, are you playing at that desk that you're at right now? Or are you on a TV somewhere yeah. else? You're at that I don't desk. Have a, I don't have a TV. Well, that's, why, that's what I thought. So, yeah. Because, um, for for a lot of the review, a lot of the stuff that I was playing, I was here at the desk playing on the, the screen here, just kind of like it gets split in half. But the reason I bring right. it up is because I'm very close to the screen that I'm playing. Oh, that on. might do it. Yeah. Right. So like I'm, I'm playing on like a 32 inch uh, 4K monitor. OK, that could I'm be playing. different, too. Yeah. So what I was playing on like my it's ultra wide, but it doesn't go 4K. It's essentially right. a gigantic 1440p screen. Yeah. Like mine is 1440p, but it'll do 4K at mm. 60 frames. Yep. And like I still played on my 4K LG. It's a 55 inch out there. So I played on everything. I played on my Series S was or sorry, my, my Series X was here on my computer, 1440p, brought it back out to the TV, played in 4K, played my Series S upstairs on my um, plasma TV from 2012. Shout out to that one. So that was uh, and that actually looked pretty good, like 1080p on a plasma, like on a 1080p on a 1080 screen. P screen looked really good. I think it might have been Shy Guy, maybe most Bankins um, mentioned playing the Series S didn't look as good as they they expected it to. And I can't right. speak to that experience because I didn't play. Uh, sometimes a 1080p or not 4K signal on a 4K TV can look kind of blurry, but I didn't play it like that. So I don't know. Gotcha. Well, moving on, we got more questions, Sean. So uh, Seth Sturgill, friend of the show says, hi, friends, which Xbox character should be made into an anthropomorphic talking car 
a la the 2006 Dick Disney Pixar Owen Wilson vehicle. See what I did there? Cars. It's Forza. Mm, cars. I get it. Um, yeah, I don't really know. The like, weapon from Halo the Infinite. Weapon? Yeah. The Should weapon. be a car? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, put her in a um, car. Make her like Knight Rider. Make her like the 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 talking car from Knight Rider. Oh, what? What about Jack from from Gears, Sean? Jack. Oh, the that's car. good. Yeah, you can have all the these like robot robotic or AI characters just like put their personalities in vehicles. I like that. That'd be pretty cool. Nice. That'd be pretty cool. Um, next up, Shy <laughs> what Guy. What does Jack even say? <laughs> he says a couple things. He has a couple <laughs> lines, but, but you're right. Like he doesn't really talk a whole lot. Um, next up, we got. But you know what? That's that's where we flush it's a good out answer. Jack's good answer. Sean. Good answer. Good answer. Next, thank you, shy guy, for this next question. This might be dumb, but do you all do anything to keep your index fingers from getting sore while playing Forza? Managing the triggers for throttle and brake to precision makes my fingers sore after a while. So, do you ever have finger fatigue when mm. playing Forza? Especially for someone like you, Sean, who played a lot of Forza in the last week and a half. Because honestly, for me, this just really isn't a problem. Like, I don't really do anything different. Like, I just I, I I hold down on the triggers and I don't really get sore fingers at all. So I don't really have anything to can't say that I get finger this. fatigue, Ryan. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> the way you said that with a straight face, Sean. Just, oh man. Nope, not really. Just my foot is broken, so can't really move around. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're you're not gonna be able to get the racing chair. But I will say, in all seriousness, I'm gripping this controller so tight, dude. Like I'm just like I'm in it, so I I do get it. And you're you can kind of go back and forth. And and maybe I'm not playing it right. Maybe I should. Maybe I should end up with sore fingers. Maybe, maybe. Same here, because I don't know. There's like no matter how many hours I put into games, I've just never really had soreness in my fingers, regardless if I'm using Xbox controller or PlayStation, especially PlayStation, where I've played uh so many hours of final fantasy 14 that you would think my fingers would be broken by now mm. um but that just that just had to happen the controllers usually break first before my fingers take it That's easy on those controllers happens. ryan i've gone through four dual senses at this point sean ryan because the triggers just keep dying okay um because you use them so much in that good game. thing that dual sense. yeah but i'm not going to there last forza related question before we get to the rest of the show, Sean, this comes to us from I can't see. This was a, a, a late breaking question, Sean. I added it to the breaking. I, I can't see says what the ultimate race between two newest the two newest racing games, the Crew Motor Fest versus the new Forza. Which game wins? Mm. I'm here to tell you that as the one person of the two of us who's played both these games, I mean it's Forza Motorsport for me. Mm. But I also am biased because I do not like open world racing games. Well, there much. you go. So like the crew is very much Forza Horizon, but made by Ubisoft. Yeah. Which I'm just not super into. So, yeah, I'm going to give it to Forza every time. Whereas Sean, obviously, you haven't played the crew. Right? Didn't play the crew. And, and honestly, I don't like based on the other crew games. I don't know. I'm not racing to play the crew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean <laughs> I for that. Did I did that. not mean for that. It just happened. It's on. It's on Ubisoft Plus, though, Sean. Oh, that's Plus. right. And you did talk to me about Assassin's Creed and I might I got to I got to do some thinking, man. I haven't even yeah, had time I mean, to I think. Didn't, for I didn't God's buy sakes. that game. I got I got the I got that subscription. Oh, my gosh. There's so many play. games. OK, it comes with the deluxe edition and everything, John, with all the cool. Why does from. it really? Yeah. That, well, they do that for all the games. So they come with the ultimate, the whatever the highest edition of that game is on the service. That, wow. That's amazing. OK, yeah. Cool. Like, uh, yeah, because all the DLCs on Ubisoft Plus as well. Sounds good. That's cool. Yeah. 
But uh, anyways, that's I think that's going to round out our conversation about Forza. What, what we're playing. We have, more, <laughs> we have more things to say yeah. about Forza before we move on, because we got a couple other questions. And then do we want to touch Redfall? Because I know we're kind of late you can just say Redfall show. got its update. So shout out to Redfall and the 28 people playing on Steam right now. <laughs> I was just going to say to say the last time we checked before the show started, 26 people were playing the game. So, yeah. Shout out, shout out to Redfall for get, it's getting at 16. Yep. What, 16 a, what a perfect FPS time patch. to do it, too. Right in the middle of of release Armageddon. Yeah. Release again. Definitely people going back to Redfall. Good God. All right. Next question comes to us from Nagachaku. Actually, it's two questions for us. So Nagachaku says, first of all, what's the best spooky game that everyone should be playing right now? And why is it Guilt? which is available on the almighty Xbox series X and S. Also, second question, will Microsoft ever release a Starfield wrap for Xbox series S? Mm. Hashtag, I am not jealous at all. I honestly, Nagashaka, don't feel like they're going to do wraps for series S. Yeah. If they do, it'll be after that revision for series S comes out. Kind of amazing, actually. I mean, at least we're getting a different color Series S. You got white and black coming, so there is that. Well, we also know, Sean, from that document that Series S will also be on Design Labs. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, well, there you go. You can make your own. Yeah. Maybe. I I think that's how they they approach it. I don't think they do wraps for that one. Um, but yeah, what's Sean, what's the spooky game to be playing right now? What's the spooky game in the moment? It's not, it's not a recent game, but I just, I'll take this opportunity. I do it once a year. People should play the evil within, uh, by tango. It is, I think it's excellent. I think that game is so, so good. If you like resident evil at all, Ryan, is that fair to say? If you like resident evil four, yeah, play, you know, that yeah. wasn't very, that, that was, no, that was, you're just humoring me right now. What do you, what do you, what's, no, I was what distracted you, by other things, Sean. Okay. So did you hear what I said? <laughs> Of course, of course. You're talking about you were trying to compare Resident Evil to uh, to Evil Within 2. Yeah. No, the first one. Just the first one. Just the first one. Oh, that still counts. Uh, yeah. So, like, I think that game is great, but I feel like I'm on an island over here on this one. I just haven't played that game in forever. Oh, I haven't played man. it since it came out. I think it's And great. I didn't even finish it. That game scared the absolute crap out of me. Like, that was one of the scariest games I think I've ever played. Like, it's up there with... Mm, I was going to say, like, Dead Space at the first couple levels, like, really scared me. But the, the, the Evil Within... Pretty, pretty, pretty spooky, I would say. Pretty spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, spooky. <laughs> as for me, I'm not going to say the obvious game, the one that Ride always th- says when this comes Alien up. Alien Isolation. Uh, so I'm going to say Fatal Frame Mask of the Lunar Nice. Eclipse is the game that you should be playing because there's ghosts and you're you're playing as a, a teenage girl. And you got a cool camera. And in order to be, defeat the ghost, Sean, you take pictures of them and you seal the the souls of the ghosts inside the camera mm. that is that is what you do in the with the power of fatal frame mask of the lunar eclipse really fun game came out this year in march and no one played it because Aww. everything else came out in march like resident evil 4 so speaking uh, of sealing ghosts away ryan shout out to Segway. ghostbusters on the 360 uh, that's a good one too. that's a good one yep also i'm gonna throw out there um, a game that I saw a lot of people tweeting about recently, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ooh, that game is really good. Nice. Like that's that's actually a really awesome game too. Like I've only talked about it on the show once, but that's a game that where I like sometimes I'll just when I'm feeling like I just need a quick game of something, like I'll pop in and do a couple quick games of Texas Chainsaw Massacre and have a ton of fun. Every ah, time. a ton of it's fun. It's really good. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, more than anything, I like just playing against the evil hillbillies and just murdering all those teens that want to escape Sean. Speaking of spooky stuff, Ryan, I'm just going to go out here and say it. We launched a Patreon-exclusive podcast uh, over at patreon.com slash carpoolgaming. Uh, it's called It Could Be Anything, where every episode, you don't know. It could be something else. The first episode is episode zero, where Ryan and Seth and I explain what the show is about. Episode one will drop on October 12th, and it's me and Drellish from the community in a We The Gamer Cast style conversation. And for those who are new to the community, We The Gamer Cast was a show I used to have every single week where I'd have um, sweet hangs with strangers from the internet, and we would just hang out and talk. So uh, a very cool, intimate conversation with uh, my good friend Drellish coming on the 12th. And then before the end of the month, me, Ryan, Donnie Reese talking about five horror movies that I've never seen before that I'm watching right now. And we're going to rank them. So stay tuned for that. So if you like, like we're, we're, we got lots of stuff to talk about in October. We got the yeah. Spider-Man. We got the the the, the Mario. We've got this Forza thing. And we got Alan Wake too. Halloween. I'm the only one who's Ooh. like excited for Alan Wake too. Yes. I can't wait for that game. Yes, I almost uh, turned into a wolf also, there. Also, I'm kind of getting into the horror mood, Sean, because I've been watching a new horror movie every single day since, every ho- day? since October started. Since October started, I watched Ginger Snaps last night, one of my favorite uh, werewolf movies, Sean. Mm-hmm. Also, one of the best Canadian horror movies ever made. Really, really good. Movie. Mm. So there you go. But last question tonight, Sean. Comes from your your boy, Rod Anti-Macro himself from Edmonton. He asked the question. Sort of. Uh, what? E- well, you know, what Xbox exclusive would you like to see get a redemption upgrade slash DLC release like Cyberpunk got? Mm. Um, see, that's the thing, because like Redfall's kind of getting that with this patch. Um, and, and like the other answer I probably would have given if we didn't see the comeback was State of Decay 2. Um, but that game has really come around as well. Um, so the one I'm going to say that's going to blow Sean's mind, it's Crackdown 3. Oh, I, I'd be here for that. That deserves this. Because yep. I actually was one of the people, because we got to review the game uh, for Game Moose back in the day. And I was one of the people who liked it a lot more than everyone else did. Because I just had fun just like ha- doing silly things and going around the city and blowing stuff up. Like, I just, I I don't know. I had a ton of fun playing Crackdown 3. And yes, there were a lot of bad things about that game. But I don't know. I just really enjoyed myself. So that's a game that, like, with a lot of fixes to it and with, like, a compelling piece of content, I think would actually be, like, a good comeback story Mm. is Crackdown 3. But what do you think, Sean? I'm also going to go to the Xbox One era. um, And I'm going to go to to ReCore, Ryan. That's a good one. Recore is a really cool game, really cool idea that was just a little off. And with a little bit of like little, little TLC, I think you could, I could, I think you could make a comeback just like grilled cheese sandwiches are making a comeback. I think Recore could. Um, I think it's an interesting question just overall, because like we both went back to Xbox one. Mm-hmm. Like right, and I guess we just skip right past Redfall. Maybe we didn't really have any hope for it <laughs> at well, all. Well, no, it's it, no, it's just that you know. I, I think mean, Halo Infinite to, could could be the answer. I think it's too early to say that with Redfall because mm. Redfall, I, we're still like we just got the sixty frames per second patch today. Yeah. So I'm and that we know that that DLC is coming for Redfall at some point. Yeah. So like I don't know. Like I I still think we're in early days. Where with Xbox One era. It's not super old, like 360 games, so we're not going too far back. Sure. But also, it's like, 
we're, we're going, but it's also like we know the full lifespan of those Xbox One games. So it's easier for us to come up with that. That's true. So. Well, and for me, I read it, the question as like a game that had at least some hype for it. And your yeah. answer for Crackdown like fits the bill big time. It's like the People power of really the cloud. About that game. Definitely. Like they, and it was the, it was a showstopper. It was one of the first three games that launched day and date into Game Pass. Like it was, it was an important release. Um, and remind me who, who's the guy who led ReCore? Didn't you? Oh, is, it was Keiji Inafune, the creator of Mega Man. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's yeah, kind of yeah, that's a big yeah. deal as well. So, yeah, I think those are. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, like if I I'm, if I took two more seconds to think about that answer, it'd be Halo Infinite. I would love for Halo yeah. Infinite to have a cyberpunk revival. I think that that would be that would be enormous. I think that's actually the that's the right answer. That's actually a good answer, too, because that was the original plan with Halo. Infinite. Yeah, that yeah. was the whole reason it was called Halo Infinite in the first place yep. was they were going to build on it forever. And that was going to be this whole thing. Yeah, like that's why the campaign ends on a cliffhanger, because we were supposed to get the answer to that cliffhanger like that next fall as DLC. And they just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like it's too much. And honestly, Sean, you want to know why honorable mention is and you'll you'll be sad about this one. Quantum Break. Oh, I was gonna. I was mention. thinking the same thing. Yeah, but Whereas I think the, like I think the game doesn't need anything else. So I think but I also feel the same way of Recore as well. Mm. Like I feel like the game of Recore itself doesn't need anything else. But like a lot of people's problem with that game is it was like three hours long and they wanted more of it. Mm. Well, they like, should. I mean, be, that's the difference. They should be not as good at games then, because <laughs> I suck at games. That's I, true. That was that's uh, true. That was long enough for well, me. Well, that's why I didn't say Quantum Break. That's why I said Crackdown instead, because I yep. knew like Crackdown was a much worse game. Yep. But because uh, honestly, we've had like a lot of those success stories in Xbox, like State of Decay Two, Sea of Thieves. Like, there's a, bit, a lot of their games have kind of turned around like that. Like, mm-hmm. They turned around the ship on some of those games. So, Grounded. I mean, Grounded was yeah. early access. I guess that doesn't really count. But I mean, that, yeah, that, that only got better as it went on. Like, I think they, I just said an answer to argue with myself just now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, just think anyway, Sean, I, I think I think that's going to do it for tonight's show. We're an hour and a half in. We should probably. Good God. I mean, we had a lot to say about Forza and cars. And we probably could have actually talked about Forza for another half an hour. But um, Sean, where can people find you on the Internet? You can find me. On Xbox Live, my gamer tag is Sean Capri. Just like on Twitter, Sean Capri, Sean like Connor Capri, like the pants. Um, and also on a bunch of Patreon exclusive stuff. We got we got the pants podcast. We got that. It could be anything. You can check me out over there and find me in the Discord. I'm pretty active in the Discord, um, wallowing in my own pain of my stupid broken foot. I'm sorry, man. As for me, you can find me on the old Twitter at Ryan Turford. You can also find me on Xbox Live at Mirage3166. You can also find us on Twitter at Carpool Gaming. If I had my Nintendo Switch with me, I'd read uh, off my friend code, forgot. but I don't have it with me. Um, and last but not least, you can find us right here, youtube.com slash Carpool Gaming. Of course, podcast services around the globe. So for Sean Capri, I'm Ryan Turford. This has been the 311 episode of the Xbox Drive because we're going down, 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 down. And we're, we're going downtown and the name of it. <laughs> the Xbox Drive is fueled by patrons over at patreon.com slash carpool gaming. And when I say thank you to all of our patrons, starting with our ultimate producers, Robbie Bobby Miller, you can check out his podcast. That's all about lists over on Apple Podcasts. Tony Baker from the Quest 4 Pixels podcast. You can check them out over at youtube.com slash Quest 4. That's right, the number four people four pixels today Jonathan Bowen the man behind the music over on the Xbox Drive you can check out all of his music on the link tree found in the description of this podcast 
Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. You can check them out over at phoenixoverdrive.com. Sloth and Quagbire, who reminds you that you should definitely play Route E for near Automata because, you know, why not? Quagmire says it's great. You should check it out. Thank you. Thank you to, of course, all of our Ultimate producers, our Platinum producers, RJ Kern, and our gold members, Adam K, Anna, Awesome Dave 1337, Bowza, Brian Eck, Brian Reese, Cecily Carroza, Dano, Drellish, Emily O'Kelly, Hopple, Yon32, Marcus O'Neill, Marcus McCracken, Mo Spankins, Pedge EP, and Tim Alf. Thank you all for all of your support. And if you're brand new to the Carpool Gaming fam and you want to hop in the car with us, hand over to patreon.com slash carpoolgaming and choose the tier that's right for you with all kinds of awesome exclusive content like the Pants Patreon podcast for patrons podcast, as well as the brand new show, It Could Be Anything.